0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Yoko Misaki Show. I could say every time <laughs> that I'm sorry for taking long doing episodes, but it's so hard to do, honestly, episodes when you're in an emotional state that you're in, uh, along with the fact that this show is done, produced, edited, done by me completely, so I gotta deal with the fact of that. Um... That's mostly the reason why my um, episodes haven't been much up lately because the fact that I've been, it's hard for me to do an episode on my own. When I had a co star, when my boy Mark was my co host early on in the episodes, it was harder to do those. But I will assure you, I am not trying to let this podcast die. It might just take a while sometimes for episodes. But I'm gonna try my best to keep doing more. Um, however, before I get started on today's topic, um, there is a few things, a, a few announcements that I do want to make. If anything, uh, first off, um, I've been more active on TikTok because I've been doing a lot of observations. So if you have not followed me on TikTok, Yoku Masaki, please feel free to do so. Uh, follow me on TikTok. Um, it's not always just humorous stuff there and artistic stuff there. I do have a TikTok for my photography as well, Dry Media, so feel free to follow me there. But I rarely post on that TikTok, whereas I post more on the Yokumasaki Masaki TikTok. Another part of me, I'm having my morning coffee because I figured I want to get this out the way today, if anything. Um, so I'm going to be talking about a few random things. So this is just going to be a... An episode of Pure Randomness, because I don't want to ramble on one major topic today. Um, So, first off, a lot of you people may know this if you follow me on TikTok and on Twitter, but I am a big wrestling fan. Um, I won't lie, I've been very less active about my uh, interest of wrestling for quite some time. To be honest, and I'll be honest, it was around 2014, 2015 is when I stopped really paying attention to wrestling, because at that time, one of my favorite wrestlers, CM Punk, officially retired. So it's been about seven years between then. Um, I sort of gave up on wrestling a little bit, um, because, like I said, my favorite wrestler was CM Punk, and uh, he pretty much left wrestling after dealing with his situations and allegations so since then um i tried to get back into wrestling and it wasn't until the birth of all elite wrestling which is the new company that's run by jacksonville jaguars co-owner Tony khan uh when he started that along with bringing in uh, a few independent wrestlers that i got back into wrestling and by The Grace of a Miracle of God uh, it ended up working well for me to follow AEW because after seven years Tony Khan was able to convince CM Punk to return to professional wrestling. Now by the time this episode comes up Punk is currently out of action due to an injury on his foot which he had to have a procedure done which he'll be out for a few months. Um, But uh, hopefully he'll be back. He has already stated he'll be back. He left uh wrestling he, he's currently out in action from wrestling uh as the current champion of all the league wrestling. So I'm looking forward to see his return when he comes back after several months of recovery. Um uh a lot of people also will tell you know, cases about you know, and then I've been going in and out of that. But a lot has happened in wrestling. Um, in both in most other companies. There have been several other companies I've been watching now. Defy Wrestling, Beyond Wrestling, uh Game Changer Wrestling, NWA, um, impact wrestling. A lot of other wrestling companies, including independent ones, have been getting a big push in their careers. So, um I've been following a lot of wrestlers who have been in my case of it. If you have to know, some of my favorite wrestlers, uh, of course, are ones of the of the indigenous and of color wrestlers. You know, I got to support my favorite black wrestlers. Uh, it includes Bianca Belair, The New Day, Isaiah, uh, Swerve Scott, or now he's known as Swerve Strickland, uh, Ember Moon or Athena Palmer, uh, you know, Keith Lee, Bianca Belair. Uh, but then there's a few wrestlers of non-color. Uh, you know, Mandy Rose, uh Alexa Bliss, Io Shirai or Io Sky, um Johnny Gargano. Uh so there are many wrestlers that I could go off on the top of my head who I like. But then there are wrestlers who I don't like. You know, wrestlers like Chris Jericho and uh, Jade Cargill and many others. Um there have been several events that I'm looking into uh in in the future hopefully go into a wrestling show when i have the money and the time but i've been so busy with my uh financial situation and in my and my uh family situations currently with my mother's condition and such that i've been unfortunately not able to have the time to uh go to a wrestling show but i'm hoping that will change soon um if not this year, next year. Also, the money that I've been putting into uh, building a PC. I'm going through the process of building a PC so that I'll be able to do more on uh, for streaming services as such because I plan on using this PC for streaming, for podcasting, for audio recording, uh, for gaming use. So there will be some, hopefully, uh, some opportunity to... Uh, make this pc and get all the parts for it so that i can be able to um do more functions with than what i have now because i'm working with an all-for-one computer which are not really good computers they're like good if you're browsing on the internet but that's about it and i'm over maxing my use of the, this current computer so that's what i'm doing as of now um a lot has gone on also in wrestling i know on some aces uh, uh back to wrestling but a lot of things i know have been going on in wrestling as well such as um you know, Vince McMahon, 2022, Vincent A. McMahon, chairman, founder of WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, has officially retired. It took an allegation of him making sexual advances with former co workers and paying them off to silence them for him to finally retire. Years for years, many people have stated that Vincent A. McMahon needed to retire because the creativity that was coming from him was not well was not well done. It's been that sense of it. And it took this situation publicly for him to finally retire. And Triple H now becoming the new EVP and the head of creative create, create uh, of um talent promotions and uh creativity uh for him to take over uh have been going a lot better already within two weeks of the company three wrestlers who were uh, released from wwe have reinstated their contracts uh made big pushes in the roster and uh you know and storylines have changed for the better so a lot has gone on since the two weeks and this is all because. All because Triple H maintained uh, his uh, creativity in his in, into the company. So it's already looking good. It's already looking good. Now, I'm not going to lie. It's not that I don't like WWE, it's just things that the ideas that have been gone forward with WWE were not looking good. They weren't. There are some wrestlers in WWE that I really have not been favorable for, that I've been getting big pushes, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the Roman Reigns fan, I am not the Bailey fan that most people are as of right now, but I have been a fan of some of the ones that are deserving of the push, like Liv Morgan, who I love so much, Bianca Belair, who I love so much, Um, I can go on and on with other people, and maybe in a future episode, if you guys want me to, I may go more in detail on certain wrestling events for AEW and WWE. That might come to the pace. I'm thinking about perhaps starting with All Out, which is the event for AEW. And the reason why it's called All Out is because the first uh, idea that came to mind was uh, these wrestlers known as the Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson, who are a twin wrestler tag team, who um, basically they... um, are tag team that was independent. They worked for Impact. They did a brief stint Jobbers in WWE, and but at one point, um, they teamed up with Cody Rhodes, the American, the son of the American Dream, Dustin Ro- Dusty Rhodes. Uh, they uh, teamed up with him to put on an independent wrestling event in Chicago called All In, and it sold out within the first week of ticket sales in Chicago. And because of that success, uh, with the help of funding from a company called uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, the Young Bucks and Cody were able to pass on an acquisition deal with Tony Khan to create All Elite Wrestling. Now, since then, uh, unfortunately, Cody Rhodes has left the company and AEW completely and has returned to WWE. He is also out of action for the next few months because of a torn bicep. Uh, 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 torn muscle in his bicep which he uh, unfortunately got due to a training regimen so he's out due to injury as well but he is currently back in wwe as of right now um at the same time uh you know nick and matt jackson along with a wrestler named kenny omega have been running the company as of right now they also have a lot of other situations going on with them and so to celebrate the success of all, of all in every year, they do an event called all out, which is one of their main event, uh, uh, wrestling events. And they do it only in one place in the United center in Chicago every year. None, only one place they do it in, uh, in Chicago, in United center. So they do it as a, like an anniversary for all in, hence why it's called all out. um, so they do it every year in Chicago, and I believe that is the event that's coming up soon. So I will hopefully either be paying to get a uh, to get either a subscription to that event, or I'll probably have to watch the recaps online, uh, if anything. Um, I can't give you detail on like certain matches and stuff, but I will say I will go over probably the end results in some of those matches and i will give you my opinions on those um if i do find someone to co-host with during these event reviews i will do that but i can't really say right now um i will say there are a few movie reviews that i do owe you guys including the batman review so you'll know about that those are soon so those will be coming soon um i have those already planned out so just bear with me on that um aside from those uh, uh wrestling events and such of it, I'm thinking about like I said incorporating wrestling uh talk into my um, my podcast episodes so stay on the stay keep a lookout on that if anything um but um but like I said I just want to talk about random stuff today there's no topic main topic today I just feel like today is a day that I just need to express myself because I was on a um, an emotional downhill last night, and I found out why I was on that emotional downhill last night. Uh, today is it's been four years since I was last admitted, um, in the Flower Hospital, uh, which is a uh, which is a hospital in Toledo, which is located uh, near uh, Sylvania area, which um has a um psychology. Uh, division area. Um, I self-admitted, uh, because I was dealing with a lot of emotions and I'm going to be personal in here and I need everyone to understand about that with this, with this post, because I made a post about it on Facebook. Um, this is the third time that I've ever, this was the third time within that year I was admitted to a psych ward. Um, a lot of you know who have been following me from the very beginning. I was diagnosed with chronic depression, heavy anxiety, including test anxiety, and uh, and of course my autism Asper- uh, Asperger syndrome. Which I don't like to use that term anymore because finding out now that it's named after a doctor who had done autistic tests on German children and worked for the uh, worked for. The um, Adolf Hitler and uh, Nazis. So I really don't want to be associated with that term anymore. So I just try to use the frame rate, the, the, the mindset of being, uh, as, uh, the being diagnosed with a form of autism, if I will. But if I have to be very specific, if people ask me because of the fact that my spectrum is different than some people, then I will tell them it's Asperger's. But just understand, if I don't use the word Asperger's, when I talk about my autism spectrum, where I usually use the term neurodivergent, it means that I'm talking about my spectrum of being on Asperger's. So please understand that as well. Um, When I was living with my mom 40 years ago, it was at a moment where she was still reeling from the aftermath of, dealing with my father uh not paying her in alimony along with the fact of dealing with an emotional setback because my mother she had only been on three relationships with three other men before she married my father um for 30 years and so my father being the type of person like unfortunately who was in desperate gain to get a relationship again he Wanted to, he was willing to uh diminish himself to another woman to get a relationship with her. That he was that desperate, so because of that, my mother took it to an emotional damage point, and because of that, it got to a point where she would call him at his job and bother him about it just to just to bother him about. Why would you break up with us? What we had a good thing going. Why would you want to go into another person and, and try to hurt me? Why would you want to hurt, me? even if you're trying to let things go and we're not going back together? And that was what her constant situation. And then it was to a point where she had to almost get a restraining get a restraining order from my father. My father had to almost get a restraining order from my mother. Now this was also around the same time that I was on at least a decent talking civil talking terms with my father, as of now I have not speaking terms with him. I don't wish any death upon him, I don't wish any hurt upon him, but I do, uh, I, I don't feel that I am unnecessary of acquiring anything from him because of the sole fact that I, as a grown man, almost uh, 38, 39, of almost 40, I, I have no need to be in a situation where I need to uh, express myself from him anymore. So, I I just feel like I I don't I am no needed to uh, acquire anything from him. So that's what it's come to now. Um, my father, uh, you know, he's currently relocated in Atlanta, Georgia, in a new relationship or in a new marriage, uh, um, being a stepfather to a few to a, a single mother, to a former single mother of several children. Um, so as of now uh that's his current lifestyle as of right now. I I have no means to go and investigate. I have no means to be cons- considering having any conversations with him, but I wish him I wish him no ill will, but at the same time, I just I feel I have nothing to offer or nothing to uh gain from him. However, I don't wish any death upon him or any misservice of him in the sense of it, but I do I can't say I can't say that I don't wish him ill will because I was hurt by him. Um, while I was never physical hurt with him, he was one of the few fathers who was never hurt fully physically. He was very verbally and emotionally abusive at times. When it came to my career or my uh, ability to be self-expressive, he was very against that. So I can't say that my father was not, an ab- he was not physically abusive. I can say that. But but I can't say that he was in a manifestation of uh, of right mind in that sense of it. I can't say that. Um, My, um. but during that time, my mom and I were living together and the last place we lived at was a list of, currently from my, from where my current location is, just a few blocks around the area. And unfortunately, um, my mother was still emotionally damaged from that. So it came to the point that it conflicted with me and her to the point that it was hard for me to try to convey to her about the fact that you should be learning to move on. You should be learning to get stronger, to take that hurt and make a weapon out of it for yourself to defend against anyone else who would hurt you. And it was hard for my mom because it's like with two people who are mentally distraught To be polar to each other is like taking the same poles of a magnet and they repel each other. And that's what it was. It was helping her, and it wasn't helping me, but it wasn't helping her either. And it was the same way the other way. But unfortunately, it was also to the point where she felt that that was the only way for her to subject to be emotionally on me in the sense of, hey, this is my way of uh, being expressive in the sense of uh, 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 showing how much I support you, is by buying you things. And that wasn't really the necessary thing. I needed her to be a mother and not somebody who was like a woman who had money who was willing to buy me things for me to do things. And it felt like it was selfish that she was doing that for. Uh, At the time, we had... um, We were trying to study the um the religious based on the um the mormon faith at one point i even was baptized in the mormon church um while i don't consider myself mormon anymore i do believe in some cases about it i consider myself a coexister you ever see those bumper stickers that says coexist where all the words the letters to coexist are different symbols of religious, of religion, of based religions, that's me, and I learned this from Tech Nine because Tech Nine is the same way, despite him being a rapper whose associates, who has been associated or put into the demographic of horrorcore, which is basically violent horror nightmare type hip hop music. Um, Tech is very religious based. That's the real truth. You, might, while the dark, while he seems like a dark. Worshiper, devil worshiping type of rapper he's very very religious very religious um so despite his dark messages in some of his music it sounds like they're dark messages they're actually religion based he's very very religious um and i consider myself that same way but tech was this same he likes to take bits of other p- things from other religions and put them together to form a Based religion on his on on his own knowledge. Like but the main face is, you know, God and Jesus and everything in the Bible, all the existent. He does believe in that higher power in that sense of it. And that's the same for me. I believe that same way too. I've been a Muslim, I've been a Mormon, I've been a Christian, I've been a Catholic. And I take all those facts and information and stories that I've learned from all those religions and I put them all together into one face religion. However, I will not say I am not a Darwinist. I do not believe in the fact that I started out as a monkey, evolved into the primate sense of evolution and animals, I'm sorry. As much as I love science, it's the one thing based on science I do not believe in. Um, when it comes to uh, science and Darwinism, that's not me. I don't have a hatred to people who have Darwinism. But it's just not me. I do, I'm do. i too much rooted from my mother's side. In her Christianity based childhood. and how she raised me. To have anything against that. My brother on the other hand. Is more atheist. Uh, and that's unfortunate. Because it shows on his actions. On everything that happens with him. So. But back to my main story. My mother and I. We were living together at the same time of it. And this is the reason why I'm bringing up about religion was because at one point, people in the church that we used to uh, go to church with were very much volunteered a lot for us. When it came to us living in Arizona and moving back here to Toledo um, uh, at the time, um, the church helped us. When it came to us moving into our house from our apartment in Toledo, the church helped us. Uh, when it came to money and food at times the church helped us um it wasn't on un- and then at one point it was at the point where the church was willing to help us even get to church because we had no mode of transportation at one point um, but it took that situation something as simple as a, 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 a uh, offering to get a ride from us for the church from the church that literally took for my mother and me to unwind and be very conflicted with each other and it was to a point where i was so exhausted from dealing with that that i ended up uh having an emotional breakdown i was already dealing with enough the fact that i was struggling with my art the fact that i was struggling with trying to have a relationship which partly i still am and the part that my mother was not being supportive of me. She was more upset about the fact that I went to church by her, by myself instead of going with her because she wanted to go to church with me, but she didn't want to go get a ride from a stranger, even though that stranger was part of the church, was family part of the church. She was upset for that. And it got to the point where I had an emotional breakdown and all I wanted to do was just hurt myself. That's all that came to my mind. And the moment that clicked on me, I ended up having to call uh, 911 and right in front of them. My mother was more upset on the fact that she thought I was calling to have her arrested and it was for me. And that was when I self admitted. I stayed at the Flower Hospital for about a week. In an emotional sit back moment, the only downside about that up there was up there was the fact that most times I hated being an observation, however I understood it. And then the other <laughs> thing was, I was with, um, uh, the emotional situation with um, dealing with being in a uh, position where I had to take classes that dealt with self-addiction that's the only downside about that because you're sitting there in this hospital area, warden area residence and they're teaching you about how to not deal with addiction, how to not deal with drugs and alcohol to be your trigger in your uh, suicide attempt and I'm like I'm, I, I don't have a drinking problem I don't have a drug problem. This is all from emotional situation from from uh, my upbringing. That's all this is coming from. So because of that, that's why it was here. So I'm dealing with listening to that, while everybody else who's here, who's doing that same thing in case of it. Uh, So it was to that point where It was just awkward on that. But I will say it did help in communication with other people. So that's why I'm very open now about therapy. There are still some people who say therapy is not okay. Some people who feel that therapy is a waste of time. My mother at one point was that. But now I'm more to the point where I have to tell people, no, therapy actually does work. Don't be light. To the fact of therapy. Don't ever be light to that. Because honestly, it's, um, it actually helps more than you think. Um, so with that being said, and I still stand by that, because I know there's some people still who are like, you know, therapy is just stupid, you know, therapy just, it doesn't work, you don't need to do therapy, no. You can't judge something on the case of it because of your mentality, because of what you believe in. (laughs) Because of what you've go through. That might not work for everyone else. So never judge somebody on that case of it. Know it yourself. If you feel therapy doesn't work for you, that's your problem. But you don't need to tell everybody else that. That's the problem I have. Is when other people try to convert uh, people, everyone else not to do, this, to, to do the same thing. And not do therapy. So, I will say that. Um... So, yeah, I was there for about a week. The only people I talked to was uh, my cousin and my best friend, Brittany. Brittany was the only person who came to visit me as well. And I was so happy that she was able to take time to see me. Um, Since then, she's been super busy because she has her own company she's running, which revolves around performance work, a lot of gigs and stuff. Uh, income, and now that she's married, of course, so there's always that as well, Um, so that's the one thing I will say uh, when it comes to her and my friendship, I understand the business sense of it, and I've had to learn over the last few years about the fact that there's a lot of people who, unfortunately, as I'm older, we don't have the time to always be free to hang out. So now I'm at a point where I have to try to convince my, to, to remind myself that, you know, in this time of day, everyone's going to be busy, but that was always hard for me. So it wasn't until, um, after a week I came back, I stayed with my, I was with my mom. We were fine for a while. And then it wasn't until two, three days later, right around that holiday time that she started being uh, aggressive to me again. And at one point she was going to, she was telling me that she was going to, uh, pretty much, um, put me out. I, well, not put me out, but, um, pretty much make me felt like a prisoner in my, in our own home. And this was a house that I had it with her. So I was paying equal of everything with her food, water, electricity. I was paying half with her. So, in a way, it was my house as well as hers. And she um, was telling me in that house that she wasn't going to have any food. She was going to lock off the paddings. She was going to take away the bed sheets and bedding from me. I was going to sleep on a naked bed with nothing around me and everything off. And I was not going to have any freedom. So, basically, I felt like I was a slave in my own house. It was that moment i said to myself i can't stay here so with as much as i could carry i stayed with my cousins in a house around the area and i stayed for about a week until i found uh contacted one of my close friends one of my friends um alex who is now my roommate and we ended up uh i ended up moving in with him at their place so i am currently now living here so my current status is i'm living with my roommates. Uh, in a house around my near my former campus, now my mother currently lives in a uh, uh, a senior apartment complex located downtown. However, she uh, is not in the good health position to stay there, but since then, for the last three, four years we've been talking we've been now on a better civilized uh, emotional relationship uh, as mother and son to be able to uh, be civil to each other to be more appreciative to each other not to mention it took my brother living with her for about a year uh, with her struggle which I believe is karma it's in play to her to realize that when she was living with me for the last five six years it wasn't as bad as the one two years she lived with my brother and it was worse whereas I was living her for five six years I paid equal with everything in the apartment and utilities and food. I did my best in making sure I maintained everything, cleaning and taking being responsible uh, of everything else. Um, I even had a job. I even had a normal job at that time when I was living with her. Whereas my brother doesn't have a job, has four children, has three children. At the time he had three children. Uh, was in a marriage, a very shambled marriage because his wife is not completely loyal to him ever. And uh he did not have a maintaining income and he was staying with my mother and did not do any contributions other than contributing for himself and his wife and minimally his children, his own children. And because of that, my mom dealing with the stress of that couldn't couldn't afford to stay where she was at. And it came to the point she came to me and it was at one point she had to call the police on my my brother, because of the fact that my brother and his family was being very, uh, emotionally abusive to her. Now, as I said earlier, it was, um, very, uh, much karma for me because I feel like after all the five years I had to deal with the emotional stress with the living with my mom, myself, and with her, unfortunately, I feel bad for her having to, uh, subjected herself to that situation, but at one point, I do believe that was karma at play because unfortunately, my mom uh, emotionally doesn't remember on um, the fact that at one point, she was this way towards me when it came to my emotional status, but I believe now she realized the errors of her ways. I'm hoping she does. Um, her health... Complications have gotten a little bit bad compared to what they were before. And because of that, um, I feel like she's not in a comfortable setting to be in her current living space because the apartment she's staying at is pretty much a last minute place, uh, residence for uh, those who are unable to take care of themselves, who have the only uh, option aside living in a homeless shelter because she had to be that desperate to live in a homeless shelter as an escapism from my brother and his unfortunate abuse emotionally to my mother. And it's one thing I've never done during my time living with her. Never been abusive. Never been vindictive that way. At one point i was a little selfish there are moments where i won't lie i was a little selfish but i've regretted that now i've made up for that now so i've done as much as i can in fact recently for the last few weeks a few months i've maintained a relationship to with her in helping her as much as i can by going up to her apartment Traveling to up there to, to her apartment and um, helping her in cleaning and helping her cooking and helping uh, take care of her grandchildren from my brother's side. Now, currently, my brother is in the uh, preparation to relocate to um, West, which is not a good idea at the moment, but this is his decision and his decision alone. So, all I can do is wish him the best of his journey, but however... I do not believe it's best in his mind state in the current situation now that he should be traveling. But that's his decision going forward. So, but if that's what he decides on, I wish him nothing but the best on his journey. But honestly, I personally believe it's not a good idea. Um, when it comes to My um, mother, however, I will state the fact that she does not need to make any preparations in residing with him because my brother is considering having her, uh, listing her to live with her, with him and his family, Um, but more like in a personal sense for, uh, in a sense like nanny, but I don't believe that's um, the case for, um, I don't believe that it's worthwhile for her to be in that position to uh, make that decision and and locating with him to that area. I just don't see any benefit from it. So, because of that, um, I'm trying to convince her not to make the move there with him. I can only hope, I can only hope she'll listen to me and understand that it's not a good idea and that she will... Stray away from making that decision. But that's her opinion. That's, like I said, she's free to do what she pleases of it. But at the same time, I just, I feel like common sense would tell you it's not a good idea to go there. We've just, we were dealing with economical situations. We're dealing with a health pandemic that we're still overcoming as of right now. Um, The last thing my mother needs is to go to California with my brother, who's only there for dreams, delusions of grandeur. Which I believe him uh, is only doing this because of the fact of childhood memories that he had uh, re- uh, he had a um, established on remembering from our childhood when we lived there, when we had better when we had better when we uh, better situations. Unfortunately, Um, we, um, what my brother doesn't realize is that, sorry, I'm doing a lot of, uh, labor a little bit later while I'm, uh, talking with you guys. (laughs) Um, what my brother doesn't realize though is within all that situation, we were dealing with hard times, even in California. We lived in a hotel motel past residence limitations for about a year before we lived into a legit apartment when we lived in northern california near the san francisco area when we lived in southern california we lived with my uncle and his wife who i refused to call my aunt because she was very demanding and very non-respectful because at moments my father didn't have a job my mother didn't have a job and we were just residents there so we had to do what much we could in the house and she was looking for us to not stay uh, permanently residenced in there. So, but if it wasn't for my uncle, my father wouldn't have had a job in the current state of where he is now in his uh, uh, work for the last 30, 40 years. My parents um, was able to at least acquire, through the help of a a young woman who uh, was the current manager, who was the manager at the time of an apartment complex. Who was a descendant, a generation descendant of uh, a company that owned of a um, a factory of that owned Otis Spunkmeyer cookies? I wish I were kidding. <laughs> she was a generational descendant of the of the legacy for the company that of the founders of the Otis Spunkmeyer cookies. Um. And she was generous enough to give my mom and dad a residence for us to live in till they were able to acquire the funds to pay for us to to live there. And we stayed there while I was going to school and everything else like that. But again, we were living through hard times even in Northern and Southern California before we were able to live in a better situation when we were living there. And we did have some good memories even through those hard times. But my brother doesn't seem to realize that. So... He's only fabricated, he's only uh, fixated on the good memories that we had when we lived there uh, compared to the fact of what we had to go through to get to those good memories. So, because of that, this is why I believe it's not a good idea that he goes west. But my brother has made up his mind, so that's his situation. But I hope no ill will comes from the fact of his kids' something happening with his kids in their relationship with me. That's my only sad old foot. I don't wish any death upon my brother and his wife. I don't wish any uh, dangerous situations to happen with my brother and his wife and the kids. However, I can't say that I don't see myself being a visitor or residence in my brother's stable, if anything. Um, if it comes to the point that I'm visiting West, that will probably be an option for me to live. I mean, to, to visit, maybe, but that's all I can say. Which is more than I can say for my sisters. My, my three sisters who are adopted, I have no intention of ever having to visit them, to ever have contact with them, nor do I have any intention to ever meet with them, see them again. I really don't. They The moment my parents divorced, my sisters decided to go back to their birth parents. So, because of that, um, I believe that I have no intentions with that whatsoever, and they all have made several allegations on the fact of me being abusive, so I have no intention for that, none. I don't wish death or ill will or, or any death or any negative uh, situations to happen with them. I wish nothing but the, the best for them, if anything, but I do not wish any death upon them, but I have no intent of having any contact with them going forward the same as my father. Um, as of right now, with how things have gone for me, my mother has been the only person who has contributed to benefiting to me on the positive ends of things along with my friends. And that's more than I can say than some of my friends who unfortunately have been busy to on their own situations for me to not be able to have frequent contact with them. And that's what, again, I have to realize myself is the fact that I I have to remind myself at times that people have lives. One of my con friends, um, a friend, a girl named Kelly, had to keep reminding me that, hey, you realize that as much as people are compassionate and caring for you, there are people who have things to do in their own lives. They're not going to be able to take their time out unless they value you that much to be there and contact you and hit you up if anything happens if you are in any emotional state or whatever and that's what i've had to tell myself intentionally day after day after day i have to remind myself that from now on it's the only thing that's keeping me from being uh who i am in the sense of what i'm doing so and how i'm acting reacting in cases so that's the only reason why I'm this way in the fact of my my um, my emotional situation compared to me being um, in a sense of uh, dealing with my um, my emotional support system with my friends. It's the only reason why. Um, my, um, current state as of right now, like I said, is still, I still deal with a lot of emotional situations because I've told people before, I am a hopeless romantic. (laughs) Me not having a relationship is really, really hard. I've only been a, had a distant relationship along with a, I've only had one legit relationship aside from a distant relationship. So it's hard for me to, um, as I am, to be in the state of uh, my position when it comes to my um, my uh, emotional standpoint. So that's the only reason why. Um, me in the uh, state I'm in for... I'm trying to to maintain my thoughts on this because I don't know if I want to say much about it. Um, hmm. I'm grateful for the people who have time to reach out to me and talk to me in contact with me about my situations when I deal with a lot. I'm appreciative for those people. And some of you who are listening, who are those people, I appreciate that. But at the same time, it's also at the same time I have to remind myself that I can only do things on my own. I have to focus that on my own because I do not want to have people be subjective to having to have me rely on them to help. Because they have a lot of problems on their own. These people were not made (laughs) to help me. They, the people on this earth were not made to help me. They were helped. They were made. They were made from their own decisions and their own case of it. But the friendships were made for the intent of helpful and supportive. So that's something I have to learn. I've learned this through therapy, which I still go to. I've learned this through everything else. So that's what the difference is with me in this situation now compared to what I was before. And like I said, it's taken a couple years for me to realize that. And I'm still going through it. I'm not saying I've overcome it. I'm not saying that I have surpassed it, that I'm better now. I'm still going through it. But at least I've gone to a point that I can maintain it, that I've been better in maintaining it than I was before. But at the same time, it's still a work in progress. And I only hope many of you who know me personally will understand that when you, um, see what I deal with at the times of it. Um, at, uh, at one point, um, I'm currently, um, in the state of situation with my, my mind on random stuff of it. So, um, for example, um, I'm currently talking with a few people. I've been collecting. My, I've been reading comics again. I've been gaming a little bit more. Like I said, I'm building my PC. I'm still doing my photography. I've sort of expanded my work now. Um, hopefully, uh, I'll be dipping into the professional wrestling ends of things very soon. I can't talk much about that right now because I don't want to give too much away. But again, if you follow me on social media, you'll understand why. Um. I will say, the one benefit that I will say in TikTok sense of it has given me more appreciation of me and my cultural base of faith things. When I first was, um, when I first associated myself with a lot of my friends of non color, it was more of the fact of me feeling exiled about my race. But then I realized there are a lot more people who are in my race who still express themselves in the moral way black as a black person. Um, what I'm saying is, is, I don't like to consider myself like a Uncle Tom person, but I, at one point, I never really was a pro-black person. I knew about my race, I knew about my knowledge, I respected myself to know that, hey, I'm I'm black enough by my, I'm black enough myself to know I'm black. I don't need validation from other black people. That's what it was. However, TikTok. This is the one benefit from TikTok, I will say. TikTok has given me the benefit to realize that, you know, there are people who are just like you. The ones that don't really follow the norm of your culture, who have the same in authentic stuff as you do. You know, they're not the ones that's listening to always rap music and uh, finding attraction with just black people and, uh and not always being, not being much to have the same taste, smells, and senses as most black people are, and I'm so grateful for that, Mm. like there's literally a video where a guy, a black man, uh, is listening to Rage Against the Machine, and moshing, something as simple as that. And then I see other people on TikTok reposting that video with themselves listening to the same music as well. That makes me feel good about myself. That means that I don't have to worry about people judging me because I'm less black, because I listen to rock music, rock bands, whether it's System of a Down, Linkin Park, Metallica, Evanescence, whether it's old bands or new bands like Attack Attack or... Escape the fate and Attila and stuff like that. Then, you know, there's one person I saw who was around my age or a little bit older. He paints his nails black. Now, I used to do that when I was younger, but I've gone back and doing that now because I've been more self-expressive to myself again because I get to do it and because I'm a grown-ass man now, in a sense of it. Whereas when I was younger, it was frowned upon by my family because my father was very toxic masculine because most black people from his generation believe that those type of self expression uh a special uh those type of forms of self expression from men are considered um less masculine my uh my um my Self-expression now, I realize that most people who are in the same demographic as me and the same race as me have been self-expressive that way as well, and I'm so glad for that. Uh, it's made me now happy to know that people appreciate that. Um, when it comes to the uh, everything else on me being self-expressive in the sense of it, I've started to realize now there are more black people in that demographic that's like me, in that sense of it. There are more black and emo goth kids like me who listen to Fifi Dobson and Avril Lavigne and listening to all these punk bands and rock bands and uh, self-expressing themselves, but at the same time still maintain about their race and very open about it. And that makes me feel so good because in my younger years, I didn't see that. I didn't. Most of the black friends that I was friends with, the circle, small circle of black friends I was with were more of the norm type of typecasting of black men and women that I'm mostly used to. They're the ones that listening and play wearing expensive clothes and gaudy jewelry and listening to rap music and hip-hop and R&B stuff. And I'm just like it's the typical hood type of black people. Uh And then there's a typical educational black people who are still in that same demographic. But there was really Black people from my demographic of that sense of it. The ones who would wear, who would rather wear a pair of Chuck Taylors or a pair of Vans instead of wearing a pair of $200 Jordans. <laughs> uh, ones who would listen to more anime music and, and, and uh, K pop than listening to mostly rap trap music and drug broker music in some cases. So, that's the whole situation. So TikTok has done well for me on that. And if you ever watch my uh, my t- TikTok, you'll know that's what I mean when I say that I'm happy to know about that. Um, but yeah, looking now in the sense of it, expressive of who I am, I've realized now I've been more open to the fact of my, my race and my uh, situation. I can still be pro, I can still be black. Still be proud to be black? Because I told people before, on one end, I will still have Malcolm X on my wall. But on the other hand, I'll have a poster of My Hero Academia. (laughs) And then there's a poster of Amy Lee of Evanescence if I wanted to. If I have to be that expressive. Um, The Gregory Brothers, or Shmoa Moho, actually did a song where they took the music from Just the Two of Us, which is an R&B classic, and mixed it up with Evanescence. That is me to an expressive sense of it. If you need to know who I am, it's not a mix I would be appropriating with. It's not a mix that I'm actually okay with, but that's what it is. That's what the best way to describe me in that sense of it. So, but, um, I think that's going to pretty much do for today's episode. Um, it's all the time that I can think I can come of right now. Um, but I do want to type. Typically, let, Lena, let you guys know I apologize for taking so long in doing another episode of the Yoko Mishaki show I hope you guys understand that I it's hard for me to do that to get a guest in case of it and I'm hoping down the line I will be able to do more episodes and have interviews with other guests as well um, if anything if you guys know any ideas and such make sure you let me know on my Twitter I do have a Twitter just for the Yoko Misaki show so make sure you check it out. It's just Yo- Yoku Masaki Show, all in one word. Um, make sure you follow me on all my social media. Check out uh, my again. I'm on TikTok for both accounts, Yoku Masaki and Jirai Media. If you want to check out both of my TikToks, I'm mostly on Yoku Masaki. If anything, um, I'm hoping that my YouTube channel for Jirai Media will get a little bit more expressive soon. Um, aside from that, if you guys have any ideas, suggestions, make sure you let me know on Twitter. Uh, Yoko Masaki or Yoko Masaki show, and of course, if you need to know anything more on my photography, drymedia.com for all my photography needs, for all your photography needs. Um, hopefully, I will be back soon with a new episode. Um, but until then, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for expressing yourself about it. For uh, thank you for les- listening to me express myself about it. And as always, until the next episode, later days.